Ankle arthritis has to do with the wearing down of cartilage. It's painful and it's progressive, but there are treatment options that can improve your pain and mobility. We'll address why ankle arthritis happens, how it's diagnosed, and the latest treatment options with our guest, Dr. Kyle Natsuhara. Dr. Natsuhara is a fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeon with a focus on treatment of the foot and ankle. This is Hello Healthy, a Dignity Health podcast. I'm Amanda Wild. Dr. Natsuhara, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me on, Amanda. I appreciate being able to talk about ankle arthritis and some of the treatments. Is ankle arthritis fairly common? Ankle arthritis is actually less common than, say, hip or knee arthritis, which most people know about. I think there are several reasons for that. The primary is probably due to the anatomic conformity of the ankle joint. And what I mean by that is that The talus bone, which makes up the bottom part of the ankle joint, is firmly bound by some of the bony and ligamentous constructs that give it a better cartilaginous loading profile. That being said, it's just as debilitating as hip or knee arthritis. They actually did a study comparing the two, and the pain and disability scores were similar. The primary risk factor for ankle arthritis is post-traumatic in nature meaning if you had an ankle fracture or a fracture that involved part of the ankle joint itself, you have a much higher risk of developing arthritis later on. So if you've already weakened the joint? Correct, yeah. And so whether it's the bony fractures or if you have ankle instability, such as chronic ligament injury, that can also lead to ankle arthritis as well. So you're talking about risk factors. Is there such a thing as preventive care? That's a good question, and I think people have looked into it. Like I mentioned, it's a little different than hip or knee. It's mostly due to after a trauma. So obviously it's hard to prevent trauma in your life, but there has been some data that looks into diet or healthy living lifestyles or lower impact activities that may help prevent the progression of arthritis. Yeah, and what about wearing braces or corrective shoes? That's part of some of the non-operative treatment options we have. Bracing and shoe wear modification are both helpful. The main reason is to help decrease the amount of motion through the ankle joint or help give you more support that helps decrease the pain related to the arthritic motion of the joint. So they definitely can be helpful. You can also try mechanical unloading options such as a cane or assisted device. Otherwise, medications can help relieve pain, or even sometimes we'll do selective joint injections into the ankle joint to help relieve some of your pain and symptoms. So you just mentioned non-surgical options. Are there also surgical options, and when do you use those? Non-operative options are always the first-line treatment for ankle arthritis. That being said, if a patient does not achieve the amount of pain relief or symptom management they desire that helps them get back to the activity level or quality of life that they want, then surgery is an option. And what does that look like? There are several surgical options. I think for the purpose of this talk, we'll talk about the two main surgical options for advanced or end-stage ankle arthritis. And those are ankle fusion or arthrodesis, as it's sometimes referred to, or a total ankle replacement. Okay, so ankle fusion seems self-explanatory, but can you describe that a little bit? And then ankle replacement, I don't know what that is. Is that with a device? Yeah, so first we'll talk about the ankle fusion procedure. So what that is, is you 
fuse or kind of knit the two bones making up the ankle joint together, which is the end of the tibia bone and the talus bone. And you'll hold those together with plates or screws until those bones fuse together. And because you're getting rid of the joint, you then get rid of the pain associated with that arthritic joint. Obviously, the downside to that is by getting rid of the joint, you lose the motion of that joint, which is the up and down motion of your ankle joint. Historically, this has been the gold standard treatment, and patients can functionally do well with a fused ankle joint as they are able to compensate with some of the surrounding joints in the foot and ankle or modify their shoe wear or braces. Patients have a little harder time with uneven ground or crouching down and those types of activities. And is the fusion permanent? Does that last forever? In theory, yes. There have been reports where people can actually take down an ankle fusion and switch it over to an ankle replacement, but that is a little less common, but it can be done. And let's talk about ankle replacements and what that means. So an ankle replacement is similar to like a knee replacement. Most people are a little more familiar with that. And it's where you take the surface off of the degenerative tibia and talus that make up the ankle joint, and you replace that with metal and a plastic insert so that they can articulate or move together and therefore decreasing the pain and preserving the motion of the joint. And how long do ankle replacements last when you compare them to the more common knee replacement? Historically, the ankle replacements did not last or do as well as the total knee replacements, but as the technology has significantly improved, we're now seeing results similar to a knee replacement, meaning about 10 plus years. And then do you have to get it replaced again? I guess it depends on the reason why the ankle replacement fails. Sometimes you can go in for a quick tune-up, change out the plastic liner, or clean up some of the parts of the joint itself. But if there are more severe problems, then you do have to replace the whole joint. You were saying that recent developments have made ankle replacement about as successful as knee replacement. What do you think you'll see in the future as techniques to treat ankle arthritis continue to evolve? The technology for ankle replacements is moving very quickly. One of the newer innovations in ankle replacement is patient-specific instrumentation and cutting guides, meaning We'll take a CT scan of a patient's ankle, and the company will print out specific guides that are specific to that patient's anatomy to help more reliably reproduce putting in the implants in a correct position that matches the patient's anatomy. I think some of the implants have better in-growth technology as well to make them more stable and to last longer. So... It's becoming more individualized and also more accurate. That's correct. And really, that's the goal. And I think that's one of the main differences between the older generations of ankle replacements is that we're trying to restore the patient's anatomy closer and taking less of their bone so that their native anatomy can't be preserved. And I think that's been a huge difference in terms of how long these ankle replacements are lasting. Well, Dr. Natsuhara, we look forward to future developments in the treatment of ankle arthritis. Thank you so much for sharing your techniques and your time and your insights today. Thank you so much for having me on. 
That was orthopedic surgeon Dr. Kyle Natsuhara. For more information, visit DignityHealth.org slash Stockton slash ortho. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is Hello Healthy, a Dignity Health podcast. I'm Amanda Wild. Stay well.